Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Arise, Fill Your Horn with Oil, and Go. Hey, before I get into this powerful teaching, let me give you just some of my favorite quotes in these truths I'm going to share you can find in blogs, podcasts, books that we've written. My hopelessness about a problem is a bigger problem than the problem. My response to something is almost always more important than to something. What's happening in me is more important than what's happening through me. I will thrive no matter what happens? We won't have something just by saying something, but saying something is necessary to having something. I don't make faith declarations to convince you. I'm making them to convince me. I love those. Hopefully those blessed you. Hey, let's get into this. Arise, fill your horn with oil, and go. In 1 Samuel 16, it says, Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. And Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hears it, he will kill me. But the Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. And it goes on that that led him to a meeting with Jesse and most of his sons, all of them except one David, and how Samuel first thought that Eliab who looked like a king in Samuel's eyes, was the one, and the Lord says, that's not the one. Man looks on the outer appearance, but I look on the heart. And then David, who was not invited to be with Samuel by his dad, was the one. So I'm going to talk to you today about four basic truths. One is to arise Two is to fill your horn with oil. Three is go. And four is to expect the unexpected as you go. Now, the context of this is we have a discouraged man of God named Samuel, who the Lord says, how long will you mourn for Saul? He's basically asking him, how long Will you mourn for that which did not work out the way you thought it was going to work out? Now, Samuel had selected Saul under the Lord's leading, and it didn't work out. It was not a success. And so Samuel was neutralized by this disappointment. He said, how long are you going to mourn for Saul? And it's interesting that 
that that there is a time of mourning. There certainly mourning is a healthy emotional response that God has given us to process through hurts and disappointments and losses. But we can't make a lifestyle of mourning. And obviously, Samuel had exceeded the expiration date on his mourning for Saul. I said, how long? And I know I'm talking to people like you, like me. We have things in our lives that have not worked out the way we thought they were going to work out. Maybe it was a financial situation. Maybe it's where we thought we would be in life right now and we're not there. Maybe it's what's happened in our families and it hasn't worked out the way that we thought it was going to work out, the way we believed or what we felt we had a promise for. Maybe ministry. Maybe you've had uh, you sensed a calling and you had prophetic words and and it has not materialized. It has not happened. There seems to be uh, blockages, doors closed, a lack of influence to the level that you want. And so I say to you and I say to me, how long will we mourn for that which did not work out the way we thought it was going to work out? And I find it humorous here that Samuel, he, he's fear-based. He says, hey, I can't, I can't go and do something. If Saul hears about it, I'm going to Jesse's house, he's going to kill me. <laughs> and, you know, I'll tell you this. I get encouraged by who God used in the Bible. If I was God, I wouldn't have used half the people he used. And I love the, the humanity. I love how, the, as the Lord tells the, the stories of these great men and women of God in Scripture, that he does not hide from them their weaknesses, their frailties, their fears. And Samuel's one of the greatest men in the whole Old Testament, a man of courage, a man of conviction. But he, too, had emotional struggles. He, too, didn't respond properly to what was happening around him. He, too, was had fears. You would think, man, he's the man of God. He, Oh, God, you said, yes, go do it. And you would think that he, he's supposed to just say, if you've told me to do it, no demon in hell, no Saul on earth can stop me. But he wasn't in that place. And I wanna, I'm talking to people today who... You know, you, you've battled disappointment. You've had things not work out. You're, 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 you're sensing the Lord is, is saying to, to go do something, and you don't have the courage. You don't have the—you're you're battling anxiety and fear. I want to tell you this. You're in good company with Samuel. And I love that the Lord—that the Lord gave him a plan. <laughs> he, he met him where he was at, and he gave him a plan to decrease the likelihood and, and to ease Samuel's mind. Interesting things. But let me just tell you these four things, and 
that I believe are keys to help us to get out of disappointment, to help us get out of mourning that has lasted too long. The first is arise. Now, this is not a word that's in the scripture here, but I believe that we can infer because that's what he's saying. You've got Samuel who's not moving forward. He's he's in disappointment. He's discouraged. And the Lord says, how long? Basically, he says, arise, get some hope. This is what arising does. Arise and shine for your light has come in Isaiah 60. Get some hope. Now, hope is what causes us to get out of bed in the morning. Hope is what, because hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I have the power to help make it so. So all of us, as we seek to come out of disappointment and those things that didn't work out, we arise first. We get hope. We, we believe there's a future. We believe in Philippians 3.13 where it says, One thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead. Forget it, Samuel. Let it go. Let's let the disappointment about Saul Go. Yeah, he's still living. You still see him. You still hear about him. He's, but, but let it go and reach forward to those things. That arise. Arise up. And I'm telling you today, those who are listening to me, there is grace being released in this podcast for you to arise. Maybe you're already arising, but I want to say there's there's a higher level of rising. There's a higher level of getting up and getting vision for your future, which gives you purpose and power for the present. <laughs> and secondly, it says fill your horn with oil after you get up, after you, you, you move past being neutralized. Fill your horn with oil. Get resources. Get Get things in your life. Uh, get get filled up with the Holy Spirit. Get equipped. Start reading the books. Get in the classes. Get get prayed for. Invest in yourself. I was speaking to a group of on the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry second year online students today. And I'll tell you, them being in that school, they're filling their horn with oil. They're doing something. What do you need to do? What, what is it that God's calling you to do to make an investment in yourself? I mean, we've got some great things at Igniting Hope coming up. My wife, Wendy, is starting a five-month Academy of the Unseen Realm. Wendy's going to be pouring into people. We'll tell you more about that soon. She's doing a, a feasting on the Spirit starting November 14th for 28 days, an online event with daily devotionals, other things that are going to be feeding into helping people connect with their spirit. The Bethel Leaders Network is a great place. I work there at Bethel to uh, get your horn filled with oil. But what does it mean for you in this season? to fill your heart with oil, to make an investment, to get filled up. Jesus said in Matthew 28, therefore go into all the world. One of the first things we do in going is get prepared to get equipped, to get filled up, 
to go to places where the encounters of God are happening. Woohoo! I love it. Arise, fill your horn with oil, and go. He said to go to Jesse's house. Go. Go make a difference. Go to what, what I'm calling you to do. Go uh, help other people come into their calling. Find a way to help people, uh, help to arise themselves, to fill their horns with oil. And when we become committed and when we want to learn how to prophesy and encourage and how to be a part of what God's doing and we're forward moving, we're hope filled, then we're going to be led by the Lord to our specific assignments. Some of them are like one, just encounters for a moment or just a brief period of time where we, we sense the Lord saying, speak into this life. Others of them are consistent uh, ministry, consistent equipping, consistent helping people, discipling them, and being a part of fathering and mothering people. Go, go. And I believe this, that God is clarifying to you your assignment in this hour. And then expect the unexpected. We arise we fill our, we get hope, we fill our horn with oil, we, we invest in ourselves so we have something powerful to give away. Uh, we go, we go to the people and the assignments that are unique to us that we believe the Lord has called us to do, whether it's equipping people, I didn't even say, and helping other leaders to do that. One of the great things we can do is partner with other leaders, ministries who are, are doing that. And then we expect the unexpected. We get rid of our preconceived ideas about how it's supposed to look. We let go of that. <laughs> and again, I love how God said with Samuel, Samuel, and you know, the great prophet still coming out of this fog, so to speak, still coming out of that. But he was used of the Lord. We, we are used even when we're a little bit foggy. And he just had to get put in the right place. And, and he was he was thinking with his mind and not tapped in so much with his spirit and missed it. So Eliab has to be it, but it, it, he wasn't. It was an unexpected teenager who would be the solution. And when we expect the unexpected, when we go into environments and we don't believe it has to look a certain way or we don't, we, we don't think we have to do a certain thing or, or we, we realize that God can use people that we might not think he should use, <laughs> then we open up to great possibilities of what the Lord can do through us. Wow! Arise, fill your horn with oil, go, expect the unexpected. I believe today that where we have been neutralized greatly or slightly by mourning, by being disappointed that things didn't work out the way we thought they would work out. For some of you, that's in your nation. Your, your nation, you're disappointed in what's going on in your nation and decisions and you're mourning. And 
it, it, it didn't work out. You prayed, you thought, and, and you, you see decline in certain areas. And, and the Lord would say, how long are you going to mourn for what's happened in your nation even? How long? Arise, fill your horn with oil and go and go. God's doing more than you think he's doing, by the way, in your nation. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. And we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is. It's very difficult to influence that which we do not have hope for. <laughs> and remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> Either you've got battling personal weaknesses, maybe fatigue, weariness, uh, disappointments, uh, negative media news, whatever it is. There's always a reason that I've found why now is not a good time to be radically joyful. But I say this, stir up the joy of the Lord now by thanksgiving, by delighting in the Lord. Hey, we've got some great things coming up. I've already mentioned Wendy's Feasting on the Spirit starting November 14th. IgnitingHopeAcademy.com, IgnitingHopeAcademy.com. You can find out the details for that free 28-day online event. And then Wendy's starting the Academy of the Unseen Realm in January for those who want to fill their horn with oil with what Wendy's doing. And then we're doing April 28th. April 28th and 29th. Let me make sure I got those dates right. It is going to be the Abounding Hope and Joy Conference here in Reading. If you want to come to Reading, you want to participate in what Wendy and I are doing and our team, a two-day, on not online, it's a live event at Hillside Church here in Reading. More details will be coming on that as well. And remember, too, our annual Negativity Fast and Positivity Feast starting in mid-February for 40 days, that's a powerful thing. All of these things are things as you partner with others and do them together, uh, it's going to bring a great, great fruit. You can find out more about this by signing up for our newsletter at IgnitingHope.com. IgnitingHope.com. Hey, before I close, I love to do this. Have you pray five seconds in faith? It's better to pray five seconds in faith and 30 minutes without attaching faith to what we're doing. So we've asked you, those of you who are regular listeners, you've done this many times. Your prayers are working to pray for Wendy and I and our team and uh, just the upcoming things. Even if the the uh, Academy of the Unseen Realm and that Wendy were doing in January is not for you. You can just pray for us as well, for those who are going to participate. Yeah, anything else that's on your heart to pray for Igniting Hope? Why don't you take five seconds right now?
Amen, amen, amen. In my book, Fully Convinced, The Art of Decision-Making, Attaching Great Faith to Who You Are and What We're Doing is coming out in the next few weeks. We sent out an uh, email ask those saying for those who want to uh, be notified as soon as, as soon as it's live and available. Uh, we've had many respond to that. If you want to get on that list, you can email us at info at ignitinghope.com and say, hey, let me know when Steve's new book, Fully Convinced, is coming out. All right. Thank you, too, for those who've sown financially into Igniting Hope. It means so much. And uh, if you have the heart to do that, you can go to ignitinghope.com and you can find the info on that. We also have so many free resources on our website, ignitinghope.com. Hey, God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. God bless. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.